Hey, what's up, guys? This is Juan Pablo from 100% Finance at 100%Finance.com. Uh, here for you guys for the next installment, uh, the next podcast episode, episode three, questions from a credit repair guy. We have uh, Jerry on the line. He's a credit repair expert. He's also one of my business partners, and uh, he knows a not I can't even say a little bit, a lot more than I would know about credit repair. He knows the end the outs and the size. This guy's a master, an expert when it comes to getting your credit score to where you need it to be. So I'd like to uh welcome Jerry to the podcast. What's up, Jerry? Hey, how's it going, man? I'm good, bro. I'm good, man. How you doing today? I'm doing well, you know. It's just a little under the weather, but you know, it's all good, you know, still alive, man. You know, I'm in Florida, love the weather. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Lovely hot weather, right? And, uh, <laughs> yeah. around this time of year. So, uh, yeah. if you can, if you can just tell our listeners a, a little bit about yourself, about your background before we jump into the, the question. Okay. Um, well, my name is Jerry Shadowborn. Um, I'm from South Florida. I live in the Fort Lauderdale area. I started, you know, this credit repair business about a couple of years ago and I kind of ran with it. Um, you know, I, you know, I've taken different courses, got different, you know, Certified just a little bit for certain different things, and um, I mean, I can say I've helped over hundreds, hundreds of clients. You know, I'm always working with different brokers, you know, realtors, um, mortgage brokers, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So I mean, I, I've worked on plenty of files, man, over over hundreds, hundreds of files. And you know, my clients they've been giving me good feedback for the work I've done, and you know, I'm kind of one of those people that I've been studying credit pair for a while, and I, I always keep up with all the new changes and, you know, what works and what doesn't work and et cetera, et cetera, you know what I mean? So I kind of, you know, I have me and my colleagues that have been doing credit pair for a while. We, we sit down, we talk about, you know, different strategies and, you know, so forth, man. So credit pairs, you know, I do this full time, so, you know, that's all I know. <laughs> sure, that's cool, man. So what really got you interested in, in uh, being a credit repair expert? Um. Same thing that gets anybody, you know, interested that's fixing their own credit. <laughs> I I went out and I was trying to fix my credit. And at the time, I didn't even know you could fix your own credit, you know. It was just it was kind of something somebody threw the idea out to me, and I, I'm kind of one of those people that like to research a lot. And I, I bumped it to this one person, and she um she 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 started on my file. She, she did pretty good. She didn't finish. She disappeared. So, you know, I kind of needed my file finished. So I was like, you know what, let me just learn how to do it myself. You know, and then I just went. And the rest is history. You know, after that, I just figured out how to do it myself. And I started this business, you know, and then it's gotten bigger. And and it's, you know, that's it. It's just the rest is history, man. Oh, that's that's, that's pretty cool, man. And where are you based out? Uh, one more time. You said Miami? Or you said uh, the Florida? Yeah, well, uh, Miami. Florida Florida area? Yeah, a lot of the area. Yeah, close to the beach area, so you know, pretty nice over here. <laughs> oh, that's that's cool, man. And I really do appreciate your time on this podcast. But let's jump into it. Like I have a oh, lot of people who who send me uh, questions, a lot of questions okay. about uh, credit repair related things, whether hiring a person to do it like yourself or trying to do it themselves like you started off with. And I uh, okay. just want to know if you have uh, some time to uh, answer some questions for for our listeners. Oh, yeah, most definitely, man. Of course.
Perfect, perfect, perfect. So let's go ahead and jump into this. So what I've done, guys, is I compiled like a list of uh, questions, frequently asked questions that people uh, contact me, and I just compiled them to ask them to uh, to Jerry. So he's, he's an expert at this. So uh, thanks again for telling us about your, your background. Um, the question I wanted to ask you, which one of the most popular questions I receive is, number one, what is the quickest way to improve someone's credit? Oh, because, you know, some well, people are like, I need yeah, my, my really credit repair yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, I get that question a lot as well. Um, I mean, a few ways that you can improve your credit repair. There's really two ways that I can tell you about, like, the main ways of doing it. I mean, it's, it's obviously a plethora of ways, but these are the two ways. It's the traditional way, which is getting a secure credit card, which a lot of people know. And um, a couple other ways are getting installments. So secure credit card, you can go to, like, a local bank or somewhere, you know, like Capital One, and, you know, you have to put a deposit down, but they'll give you a secure credit card. And what you want to do, you just want to make sure that you make the payments every month on time and you want to keep the payments, I mean, the balance on the 30%, which I'll go over, um, you know, later on. But, you know, but the first thing you want to do, you know, you want to get, like, a secure credit card and then, you know, just make sure you make the payments on time every month and build some history. Uh, another thing you want to do is uh, you can also get, like, installment loans, you know, like something like uh, like a finger hut. Or you also get a, a, a credit card with care credit, you know, if you need to go to the dentist or, you know, get something done like that. You know, care credit is an easy way to get, you know, some you know, line of credit in. Um, Finger Hut's pretty good. And um, my jewelry, com is perfect. Um, what they do is they give you, they finance you $5,000 credit card. Whether you have good or bad credit, doesn't matter. They give $5,000 credit card. So that you can purchase jewelry through their website. And you have to make at least a $100 um, purchase on your first purchase. And you have this $100 enrollment fee. But what they do is they, they report all three bureaus, you know, and it shows as a $5,000 limit. And then um, once you make that $100 purchase, you just have to make, you know, the payments on time every month. And it will continue showing your credit report. So as long as you let it build some history, that's a trade line that you can add you know, that, that's really popular. A lot of people like to use that. Um, the second way is authorized users. So authorized users basically, um, I don't know if you ever heard of the term piggy banking, but it's basically piggybacking off of somebody else's credit. You know, so you have like a relative or a friend or a spouse, anybody that has a credit card that's in good standing, you know, you can just uh, you can have them add you on as authorizers to their credit card, and it'll show up on your credit report. So whatever history they have gets transferred over to you. You know what I'm saying? And that's also another way to build some credit. You know, and um, if you don't have a you know like a spouse, anybody has the credit, you know, you go and find a company, just a, a legitimate company. You know, like a legitimate company that you know that offer authorized users where they you pay them and they add you on to same card as authorized users, usually the pricing varies between, you know, the history, the limit of the card, and et cetera, et cetera. So those are like the two main ways that I can say that you can improve your credit and you can improve your credit pretty quick with that, you know. Okay, so you said uh, 
piggybacking. You said also getting installment accounts. Yes, installment accounts. Credit cards. Absolutely. And that's just the quickest way, right? But there's other ways of improving your credit, such as like removing negative items, things like that. Yeah, that's those are other ways of improving your credit. As far as you know, these are positive credit. If you have negative items, you know that's a whole different story. You know, as far as getting your credit repaired, removing derogatory items, items that aren't yours, questionable items, you know, anything that's on your credit report that you want the credit bureaus to show you proof that this is your, you know, account, this is your item, you know what I'm saying? You have the rights to do that, you know, it's, it's the law. So you can get your credit repaired, you can get just about anything removed off your credit report. But as oh, far as you know, so if a client, so so if a client did both both approaches, right? Like they uh, removed the negative items and did those things that you suggested prior, adding tray lines and things like that. That's a greatly booster credit score. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, yeah absolutely. It should you know tremendously increase increase their credit score. And the last but not least, they just have to keep up. You know what I'm saying? They can't keep making the mistakes they did in the past. And they just as long as they keep up with with that, and their credit score will be in the 700s, easy, you know, easily, no doubt. Right, right. I'm sure that's a pet peeve of yours. While you're repairing someone's credit, and then the next month you see brand new uh, collection accounts on their credit report. Uh, yes, you know, unfortunately I see that happen a lot, you know, but, you know, that's that's it, you know, that's stuff you can't control. But what I can, you know, tell you, you know, what I can't consult you on is basically, you know, keeping up with your file and making sure that you're, you know, you keep your, your file strong. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's traditional way or authorized use. Right. What's important is that they have a, a a change in their mindset in regard to uh, credit, right? So once you repair it, you don't want them to go back into that same uh, mode of thinking of, you know, not able to uh, pay your bills or maintain good credit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Correct. And that's basically it in a nutshell. Perfect. So we, we spoke a little bit about credit scores. So that leads us to our next question. Um, how do the credit bureaus determine your credit score? Yeah, that's a good question, too, you know, and I get that a lot as well. Um, there's five ways that the credit bureaus determine your credit score. Now, the first and the most important way is it's broken down, you know, into percentages. So payment history takes up 35% of your credit score. What that means is that history on your credit report is 35% of what makes up your credit score. And on top of that, you have 30%, which is the amount that you owe, basically the debt, the credit, you know, um, on your credit report. So that's basically 65% of your score. What that means is you have a credit card and you've had your credit card open for about five years. You know, that's the history. So the longer it's been open for, you know, 35% is accounted for that. Now, let's say it's a um, $10,000 credit card. So it's been open for five years and it's a 10000 So the amount's owed, you want it to be under 30%. You want it to be, you know, at like 2000 and below because, that's thirty. That's thirty percent. So that's sixty-five percent. So you want to have, you know, history, and you want to keep your debt-to-credit ratio low. 
because that's more than half of your score. So anybody that has, like, credit cards that, that doesn't have history and they're maxed out, the credit score, you got to think about it, 65% of your score. So your credit score is going to shoot down, you know. So a lot of people come to me and they say they have credit cards that they've been paying for about six, seven months, and it's maxed out, like, the $500 limit, and they have $700 charged to it. So your credit score is going to be super low. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Whether you're making a payment, it doesn't matter because you got to think about that 65% of your score. That's the most important part of it. Now, there's three more parts to it as well. There's the um, length of credit history, and um, which I just went over. And then um, you also have new credit, which is inquiries. And you also have the type of credit. So new credit being that if you open up a new, you know, like a new credit card or, you know, and it's, it doesn't have any history and inquiries that's shown up by your credit report. So the more inquiries you have, you know, that's 10%. So you're, you're getting a hit every time you add new inquiries to your credit report because it shows that you're going out seeking credit, you know. So if you're going out you're seeking credit and you have like 10, 20 inquiries, you're seeked as um, risk, as a risk factor. So you want to keep the inquiries really low. Nursey. You're, yeah, you're really as being thirsty, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't want that. And banks don't like to win the people who are thirsty, right? <laughs> you don't want that, man. Trust me. And then the last <laughs> one so, is, the, is the types of credit that you use. So you want a variety. You don't want just straight credit cards. You don't want just straight auto loans. You want a variety. Now, the perfect file is three revolving, one auto, and one mortgage. You know what I'm saying? That's like the perfect file. That's supposedly what, you know, the perfect file is supposed to look like. You know what I'm saying? So basically you want a variety of credit on your credit report. So that accounts for 10%. So if you take all five of these in account and you, you take that account to when you're applying for credit and you're trying to build your credit, you know, score, that's what you need to factor in. Payment history, the amounts old, you know, the length of the history, um, New credit and the types of credit in use, basically. So okay, so basically, no new friends then, pretty much. Friends meaning credit. Exactly. So no new friends. Yeah, just maintaining <laughs> your your debt to credit ratio. Just make sure you ain't using it up too much. Don't be thirsty. Uh, <laughs> have variety. I guess you know have you know. <laughs> yeah, trying, you know, use like urban urban terms right here, but uh, yeah, yeah. So I guess we, we got it. And uh, at, speaking of um, how they determine a credit score, I get this question asked often as well about, hey, if you guys repair my credit, can you make my score jump up fifty points? Is there any way possible to determine how much a person's credit score would jump up from uh, credit repair services? No, because you know with the FICO. The FICO metrics, I mean, you can't really just just because you add a certain amount of credit or move, you can't really tell somebody exactly. You can give them, like, an estimate, you know what I'm saying? And even then, I don't do that because I don't want to promise anybody. But what I can tell you is a lot of things that factor is what's on your file, you know, collection accounts, you know, public records, you know, a repo, et cetera, et cetera, you know. And then on top of that, the positive credit, the history, you know, since so much things come in factor because you got the negative items, then you have 
these five factors right here, which is the payment history, which is 35%, the model is 30%, there's so much that factors, factors into it, you can't really tell somebody exactly how much their score is going to go up. But, you, you know, you can give them an idea, you know, whether or not their score should be, you know, pretty good, you know, decent, or pretty bad just by looking at the file. If it's somebody, I get a lot of clients that come to me, and they have a bunch of negative items, and they have absolutely no good credit. And they say, when you move my negative items, what's my credit score going to be? What do you like? What do you expect? You you don't have any positive credit, so you're not even have some credit score. You know what I'm saying? You have absolutely nothing. You're not gonna have a score. Now, if you have some positive credit and everything comes off, then you can start thinking, you know, in the high 600s, low 700s, maybe mid 700s, high 700s. And lucky enough, maybe maybe eight hundred. I doubt it if you had a bunch of negative items, but it could happen. You know what I'm saying? But um, that's, that's right. So that. it's like a two prong approach. It's a two prong approach, right? It's like get rid of the negative credit and then start focus on building positive credit. Positive credit, yep. And then sometimes people come to me and they had positive credit, but they got into a slump, but they had some negatives. You know, so once they remove the negatives. Their score boosts up really high because the positive they had, like maybe a mortgage, you know, a couple cars paid off or something like that, then, you know, you'll know their, their score will get back to where it was, you know. But somebody that, you know, is young and, you know, when they were younger, they got credit cards, they matched them out, they're partying, you know, they, they didn't know any better. They got evicted and so forth, you know, I get that a lot. And then they just want to build their credit start over. You just got to know that your score is going to be really low, or you might not have a score at all. You just have to start off fresh, you know, with what we talked about earlier, you know, with a secure credit card, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, from those installments and so forth, the authorized users. Right. So it's kind of like, if I had to use an analogy, it's kind of like if a person wants the perfect body, but they're currently overweight. So it's like if you're currently overweight, you want to lose the fat, you know, so you might want to... Get rid of some of those negative fat. items in your credit report, but yeah. you also want to build muscle. Out. So you also want to build credit. Yeah, you want to start building that credit. But the thing is, you just don't go. You're fresh off, you know, fresh working out. You don't want to go lift like a thousand pounds on the bench press. You'll kill yourself. So what you might want to do is you might want to start off something small and get like five pound weight, for example. So it's kind of like with a secure card with a three hundred dollar limit. And then once you're faithful with that, then you'll be faithful with the much. I got you. Uh, All right, so uh, let's, let's go on to our next unless, question. Unless, um, unless you get surgery, and then you get, you know, that surgery, and you get all that fat removed. <laughs> that's what they authorize users. That's basically surgery. You got all that fat removed. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. All right, so um, all right, so let's get to the next question. Um, what items can you remove off a person's credit report? And how long does it normally take? Okay. Now, as far as the items that you can remove, I say any item really can be removed off your credit report. But as far as me personally, I don't dispute student loans and child support. You know, because student loans being that, you know, as part of government, you have to take care of that anyway. And then you have um, you have to um, either get those consolidated because what's going to happen is, you know, if you don't pay a student loan, they're going to eventually garnish those wages from you, you know. And then child support, you know, being a child support is nothing, you know, government-based thing. But as far as any other items, just about anything could come off your credit report. 
Now the time frame, <coughs> the time frame as well as as far as getting the item removed, I'll say that there isn't a specific time frame that you can put on any item. You know what I'm saying? With the process that I do, I do a three month process, basically three rounds, and we go ahead and we hit the account. But even then, I don't guarantee you know everything coming off. But I do give you know you know I do have like a seventy eighty percent deletion rate between that time frame. Now, with that said, I still don't make any promises because with this type of business, you know, when you're going, you know, you're, there's so many variables to it. So it's kind of hard to promise or give anybody a time frame on when an item can or cannot get removed because it depends on who's investigating the trial, if the item been, the item's been disputed before, um, the type of item, whether it's a public record, or a repo, or whatever it is, you know, collection account, and so forth. So, so much different variables. The best thing I can say is that I have to look at the client's report and give them a consultation and then move on from there because everybody's files much different. Okay, and uh, just to add some specifics to what you can remove, I'll just spit out some uh some items, and you can just tell me if you can remove them just by saying yes, you can, or no, you can't. All right, uh, collections. Oh, absolutely. Charge offs. Yep. Bankruptcies. Bankruptcies can get removed. It's a little bit trickier than, you know, just regular dispute, disputing it, but um, they can't get removed. Absolutely. You say they can? Yeah, they can get removed. All right. Um, tax lien. Yeah, tax liens can get removed. Same thing. Any public record, you know, they're in the same bracket. You know, judgments are probably the easiest to get removed out of all the public records. But, you know, all all the public records, it's a different process I probably take, but they can all get removed. The so later, eviction, well, sorry, as the, you older, the older the account is, the older account is, the um the quicker it'll come off. So if it's if it's a fresh new judgment, it might take a while. But if it's something that's like you know three, four, five years old, it, sometimes it'll they'll just remove it. You said inquiries, you can remove those as well. Yeah, inquiries can get removed as, as long as they didn't find anything to get the, to authorize that inquiry because, you know, inquiries, if you find something, then it's, it's factual and they have the paper off file and that's something that you just, you know, you probably can't, you have to deal with for the two years. You know, but other than that, then any, yeah, just about any inquiry, they, those can't get removed. Medical bills? Yeah, medical bills can get removed. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. All right, cool. So pretty much, uh, you can, you can uh, dispute a lot of it. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, data. and I want to go into more detail. The reason why is because the credit bureaus, you know, they, they don't keep any documents on file. You know, so they, they report everything, but they don't have anything on file. They don't even have, like, a department where they, you know, where they will keep documents or anything. Everything's computerized and it's on the move and it's quick and they're getting disputes here and there. So they, it's kind of hard for them to keep up with anything with, you know, as far as your file is pertained. So you just dispute an item asking them for verification, you know, 
It's not even, you don't even have to say that it's not yours, you know, or whatever you want to say, whatever. But they just have to prove that the account is yours. And when you put that pressure on the credit bureaus, that's when, you know, they have to answer back within a certain time frame and the law says that they have to get 30 to 45 days to respond back. Or legally, the item must be removed off your credit report. You know, obviously, it goes more into detail, and you have to read up on the law to, you know, to see more in the detail. But that's just it in, a, you know, in a jiffy, just something, you know, quick summary about it on why items can't get removed off your credit report. Okay. And, um, you know, as you, as you know, there's plenty of credit monitoring services out there that a person can use to monitor their credit, to see the scores, to see what accounts they have, to see if there's any fraudulent activity, to see, uh, a lot of things with the credit for all three bureaus. Being that you're uh-huh. a credit repair expert, what credit monitoring services do you recommend and why? Um, the company I would recommend is CreditCheckTotal.com. Um, the reason why I recommend CreditCheckTotal is because, you know, there's a lot of tri-merge accounts. Uh, tri-merge being that it's one company, but they pull all three reports. It's not like, you know, Credit Karma that pulls, you know, TransUnion or, you know, any other company like that. But they pull all three reports. Now, the difference between them and a lot of other companies is that, they let you pull your report, you know, three times within that month. You know what I'm saying? And when you pull three reports, you get to pull the three reports. I mean, pull, um, get to do the pull for all three reports. So any changes, anything that's being done on your file, you get to see three times within that, you know, within that month, which is pretty cool. And a lot of my colleagues use that. It's um, better for us when we're fixing credit because while we're fixing credit, we like to see certain changes happening during the process. So we'll pull the report, you know, within that, you know, 30-day time frame, and you'll see negative items come off. Now, there's other companies out there, you know, besides Credit Check Total, like, you know, PrivacyGuard.com is a pretty good company, and I love Equifax. Equifax is probably my favorite as far as, you know, user-friendly and, I just love how everything's laid out. They're the best, and their credit score is the most accurate as far as the FICO. You know, the FICO, if you need to see your real credit score, you have to go to my FICO.com, point blank, period. Every other company that you go to, they're not going to get your exact score. Matter of fact, you know, credit check total, they kind of inflate your score by like 60 points. So you might pull your credit check total and say, hey, I got a 660, and you, you go somewhere else, and they say, no, you, you have a 600. You're like, no, I don't. You know, that's because Credit Check Total has something that they call a FICO score. I really need a FICO score, but Equifax is the closest to a FICO score. But the only issue with Equifax is that after you pull your three credit scores, you can only pull your Equifax credit score on a month-to-month basis. So all your other two bureaus are not going to be up-to-date. You have to pay for that. So that's the only reason why I wouldn't recommend Equifax. But as far as the company and their, you know, their program, their software, I love it because it's really user friendly. It's real detailed. But but as a credit repair um, expert, you prefer as far as the credit check, credit check total is the company that you know I recommend and that I require. I only just recommend I require that you use that company. 
as far as, you know, if you're working, you know, with me, uh, as far as working on your side. Okay, great. And uh, thanks for answering that. So let's move on to our next question. Um, about, now I had uh, some concerns or some, some of my customers and clients have some concerns about the, the price for credit repair. Of course, you know, there's many people out there with not so great credit, and they might not have the income to, to pay for the credit repair services. So you were uh, instrumental and, and kind enough, I, I should say, to create a product at low cost so that if they don't hire your services, at least they can purchase your, your processes and repair the credit themselves. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, um, our do-it-yourself credit repair ebook. You know, we have it at a, a very, very cost-effective price. Um, our credit repair ebook is basically made for people who are more hands-on and they rather repair their own credit. Like me, that's how I was. Um, our ebook, you know, it really goes into detail on how to dispute, you know, certain derogatory accounts, public records, and you know, we also show you like different secrets and tricks and techniques that a lot of these gurus, you know, people that online that say they're gurus, that they aren't revealing or they probably just don't know about, you know, removing certain negative accounts off your credit report. So, I mean, I would recommend that you, you know, just purchase our ebook and, you know, go over it and go through it and see for yourself on how you can remove, you know, negative items off your credit report. And, um, you know, and it's, and it's really... It's really simple. You know, I even have pictures in there so that you can see how to do certain steps and, you know, go here. Oh, you mean there. like, you mean like snap, snapshot or screenshot? Yeah. Like, screenshot put there. Correct. Go ahead. Yeah. And, it, and, you know, you just click here or type this or, you know, write this and, you know, steps when to do this. And I, I show you different methods on just, you know, repairing credit, not just sending out letters, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, just how credit that really supposed to be done, not just, you know, sending out letters. You know, a lot of these do it yourself. They're just telling you to send out letters and so forth. It's not just sending out letters. You have to, you know, it's a technique to it. It's like think check, you know what I'm saying? So we go into detail, and at the price we have it on there for, it, it's really a steal. It's a steal. I, I, you know, it's, you know, you have to just check it out and read it for yourself, and You'll see. You know, I've gotten a lot of good feedback from the do yourself so far, and I'm excited about it, man. You know, I mean, feedback as in results from clients yeah. who purchased it and applied it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and great. Um, the you also um we we also invite you to our Facebook community. You know, we have a Facebook page that we invite you to once you um once you purchase our ebook and we go over you know on there how to, you know, in detail, if you have any questions about the ebook, you know, on how to remove certain negative items. And, you know, people share ideas on there. And, you know, we have conference calls every month and so forth. So, you know, once you purchase it, we give you different bonuses. And we also um, keep up with all the new changes, anything that changes from the ebook, you go on the Facebook page and we can post it on there. And, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, that, that's what makes it great. So it's not about just a uh, – and, again, this is not like a sales pitch here, people, <laughs> even though it's not like we're doing an infomercial. But it, it's not it's not just about uh, 
here, here's an ebook. You read it and do it. Bye. Peace out. Thanks for the money. But it's like we're here to give you that support that you need. So like you said, um, you have one coaching call a month. Anybody can call in, and it's unlimited question and answer during a coaching call. Uh-huh. Yeah, you do your stuff ebook. And not only that, and again, that's once a month, you know, as a result in respect to your time since you do credit repair full time with other clients. But in, in regards to that, you also, uh, have a Facebook page for question and answer because you're, you're very social on Facebook and you prefer to, uh, communicate and you like to post it on Facebook so people can make the, the coaching call that we have once a month. People can see other people's questions and answer on there. Because I might have a question about credit repair, and if I post it on there, you know, Jane Doe might come there maybe the next week or a month and have an, the same question and see the answer right there. Absolutely. You know, and it's like a family. We you just share ideas, too. You know, there might be some new things that come out and somebody might try something new, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it might work. Like the other day, somebody just, you know, posted on the page that, you know, this transgene address doesn't work anymore. It's sent back to the address. This is a new address right here. And then, boom, that's right there, you know what I'm saying? So that stuff like that, people just share ideas and different tips on, you know, you know, as far as your file or credit repair and so forth. Oh, that's that's great. That's that's really great. Uh, so maybe someone might put some tips on, on the community page on Facebook about how the Heat can make it to the playoffs next year. Ah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I'm not going to go to detail on that one, but you know, you got that. You got that. <laughs> you said, just keep it moving, man. Keep it moving. All right, so uh, let's go to the next question. Uh, cause some people have some questions about the Do Yourself Credit Repair ebook. And uh, I have some people as well. Um, they're interested in credit repair, but not just for themselves, but to have their own business and repairing credit. Can you talk a little bit about that as well? Yes, yes. We're actually um, designing a course. Basically, it's um, to take a step further than the than the do-it-yourself credit repair ebook. And, you know, if you want to just help somebody else, you know, fix their credit while also making some extra income, you know, with this business, if you if you have the right tools and the you know the correct marketing and you're doing it the correct way and you do it the right way, um, you can easily easily make at least ten grand a month. You know, no less than five. I mean, five grand a month just doing this, man. Um, how not to you know only repair somebody else's credit report, you know, but how to seek out fresh leads every day. You know how to set up your pricing how to use social media to your advantage, contracts, and, and just basically much more. You know, we, we go into detail about everything, you know, as far as, you know, credit repair in the business. And I've been doing this for a couple of years now, you know what I'm saying, so I can tell you personally that, you know, this can be a very lucrative business. It's not, I'm not saying you're going to be a millionaire doing this, but realistically, you know, who can't use the extra five grand a month or, you know, ten grand a month just, you know, fixing somebody's credit, you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's pretty simple. You know, as long as you set up everything the right way, you delegate it the right way, and you do um, what we tell you through the um, process, and, you know, it can be very, you know, um, affordable. It's very, it'll be a very, you know, lucrative business for you. And we show you all of this in our course and at a very affordable price, you know what I'm saying? And even at the price that we set it at, you should be able to make your money back within the first 
couple of days of starting your business. If you do it the right way, you follow the steps that we show you, you know, as far as, you know, fixing credit and starting your own credit repair business. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so it's all about having the right people, processes, and products. You know, and again, yep. with people, it doesn't have to necessarily mean just you, per se, doing a credit repair, but having the right staff or the right VAs or what yep. have you yep. or the right assistant doing the work for you or having the right exactly. affiliates or brokers bringing in customers for you. And exactly. not just the people uh, and, and client relations as well, but also the processes, meaning having systems in place so that nothing falls through the cracks. That you have this well-oiled machine just keeps turning cash flow into your pocket. You know, so you Absolutely. want to make sure you have the right uh, processes and have things automated. And you also share what systems you use to make things automated so that you can save yourself a whole lot of time by having some type of software or someone else do it. And last, the product. Or in this case, it might be a uh, a service having a good service and you're teaching them how to prepare someone else's credit, what information you need to repair someone else's credit, how to, to draft the letters or where to send them and how to do this and how to follow up. So it's, it's a true business. That's what you're really bonding to. It's, it's somewhat of a kind of like a franchise, but it's not, it's for your own business. You're bonding to a business model that works. Exactly. Yep, and we also show you, you know, how to even have, you know, you don't even need, like, a big office or a huge, because you can do this from home, you know what I'm saying? And you don't even need a staff. I can show you how you can just have everything just automated online, and, you know, you won't even need a staff, but you'll still have people helping you, and you'll still be making good income, you know what I'm saying, really good income. You, you know, mean, like, you, you don't need a, you mean, you don't need a, so, so you, you're saying you don't need, like, a full-time employee, Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and you don't need like you know like a big building, you know, with like twenty floors up. And a home based <laughs> business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unless you want that, but it, but it could be a it could be a home based business that. Yeah. Uh, easy to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it's really perfect. Easy. So um. You just have to do it the right way. Once you if you know you just need to know how to do it the right way, and we show you how to do that. As long as you know how to do it the right way, you can start making money immediately. You know. All right. So, so if you guys, uh, you listeners out there, if you're interested in the credit repair business and in regard to taking our course, we're thinking about, uh, again, it should be an ebook and it should have, uh, a, a coaching call. We either do a, do a webinar, a video conference, or just be a teleconference. Well, the details are, are coming shortly, but we'll have that just to coach you along so you can, you can really learn the game inside and out. But the details on that, if you, uh, Subscribe to 100% Finance. There'll be an email update within the following week, within the first week of May. Okay, whenever you listen to this, and it should be uh, posted on our website as well. But if you also want to learn more about uh, credit repair service, you know, if you would like uh, someone else to repair your credit, or if you like to do it yourself, you can also go to 100%Finance.com and click on the credit repair link. All right, and just make sure, if you do it yourself, make sure you, you dot those I's and cross those T's and you pay attention to detail. And, of course, make sure you have the time to do it and to follow up on certain things. 
All right, but if you're not that type of person, you're not interested, uh, we can gladly do it for you. You know, any uh, any final thoughts you want to share with the uh, listeners out there, Jerry, about credit repair? Um, as far as credit repair goes, um, be careful on who you let work on your credit. You know, because I know you go online and you go on Craigslist, which is really popular, and you see a lot of ads saying, you know, we can sweep your credit within, you know, this much time and we can do this and do that. Um, before you go and waste your money, because I can tell you this from, you know, from firsthand, you know, and a lot of a lot of clients that come back to me and they got ripped off a scam. And well, I mean a lot, I mean probably close to like 70% that come back to me that has been, that has been scammed or somebody took their money, didn't do the right job because they had like the greatest address so they can remove the item in such and such time frame and this and that, you know, companies like that you want to be careful with, especially companies that promise they can remove items or remove negative stuff within a certain time frame. Those are people or companies you need to stay away from, you know what I'm saying? If you can't find any information on them, because you can go on Facebook and you can find information about me, go on YouTube, you can find information about one. If you can't find information about the person that's working on your credit or the person you're doing business with, you need to think twice about doing business with that person. So that's just a quick tip as far as, you know, if you're going out. Because even if you don't do credit repair. And, and, I, and I would say, too, verify, I would say ask for references as well. Because if the person is experienced and they, like you mentioned, you've done hundreds of, of clients' uh, credit repair, you should have at least, what, maybe five to ten references or referrals or testimonies. Of course. Satisfied you know, customers. So I'll say also check that. Yeah, of course. So, you know, go try ahead, to sorry scammed. to interrupt, but go ahead what you're saying. No, that's it, man. You know, just try not to get scammed, you know, because that's one of the biggest things with that because you want to got your you want to go and get your credit, but you don't want to go ahead and get your identity stolen in the process of trying to get your credit repaired. So be careful with that and you know, just do your due diligence. That's all I'm saying, as far as who you work with and who's touching your pot, you know. And that's really it, Juan. All right, yeah, and I'll, I'll just like to just end by just saying, I've done a YouTube video. If you guys uh, haven't followed my YouTube channel, it's just 100, 100% finance, uh, three words, 100% finance. But on the, on the YouTube, I made a video about uh, three numbers that can change your life. You know, if you're listening to this, that you take some uh, action to get your credit correct it to get it prepared to get it where it needs to be because i'm speaking from experience just like jerry mentioned you know i had bad credit and this is upon graduating from college and i uh was i graduated with a business degree from a business school economics and i was applying for a lot of jobs with the, the corporate world and as a result of having bad credit I would I would do well in my opinion on the interview. My resume resume was good at a decent GPA, three point two GPA, but I couldn't get a job. They would say, Oh yes, yeah, so we just have the next, next thing we gotta do is do a credit a criminal credit check. I didn't have any criminal record. But when it came to the credit check, that's when I was denied. And it was frankly there was nothing I can do about it. So that's how I ended up getting a job with the government. Because they would they didn't do any uh credit checks. So by having poor credit, that hindered me from gaining employment. So that's one area in which those three numbers had a huge effect 
on my life. Another area that had affected my life was qualifying for a home. You know, if you improve those three numbers to get them high enough, it can determine what kind of loan you can get with a mortgage company or how great of a term you can get or how much how much loan amount you can borrow. And, it, and as you can tell, you know, if you uh, are able to qualify for better financing and qualify to get a bigger home in a nicer area, more than likely you might be in a nicer school system or a nicer school district where your children will benefit. But if you're not able to and you're forced to rent or what have you or, or live with parents or other family members or whatever, then you might be in a less desirable school district only because of those three digits, again, affecting your quality of life. And I can go on and on about what kind of car you can drive and about this and about that. It is highly important. And last I would like to mention is the reason why I got into uh, credit repair and getting my credit repaired mm-hmm. as a customer is uh, qualifying for mortgages, and for various forms of financing for my business because I'm a real estate investor. Once I was able to uh, get some some personal guarantees and uh, on uh, certain financing tools, that's when I really catapulted my real estate investment because because someone told me if you have if you have a little bit of money and decent credit, the world's your oyster when it comes to real estate investment. Okay. So, so I would say if you guys are uh, contemplating getting your credit repaired, I say go for it. Go for it. All right. But uh, thank you, Jerry. I, I really appreciate your time, bro. I'm sure we'll talk again tomorrow because I talk with this guy like almost every day. You know, one of my <laughs> yeah, business partners. <laughs> so we're, we're always uh, on the phone. So we just decided just to uh, – you know, help you guys out by, you know, having some of your questions answered by a, uh, a credit repair expert. So thanks, Jerry, as always, for your time and for sharing your, your yeah, wealth of knowledge. Time. Yeah, bro. Um, but, uh, yeah, thanks again, man. And I guess we're uh, we're pretty much wrapped up here. All right, man. You got to take care, man. All right. Thanks, Jerry. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you later. All right. All right, peace.